When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out our other podcast, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funnel on Defense. Just finish this one first and then uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out, download all of them, um, But uh, and leave a five-star review. We'd love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um they, we don't, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors um, that I talk about, and Dr. Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off. That's all. That, that's probably the best compliment I can give is a lot of people approach me about, uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Dr. Dish, I believe in them so, so much that. Um, that's why I do it. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25 year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me, uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach, um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles. Um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14-day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out. And let's head off the podcast. Uh, how things going? Good. Uh, so just, just a couple of quick things. So yep. uh, this next year, I'm going to be a lot uh, smaller as far as actual players are going to be playing. So I might actually have... Uh, six to seven to eight players that are actually be playing. So I wanted to say, do you set any guidelines in the game or in practice? Like maybe if you have certain players that you really cannot have out of the game, like no reaching at all, or after they get new two fouls, never leave the floor to that. Or what type of parameters do you set when you cannot have fouls? Yeah. Those are side conversations I have with the players. 
Um, cause I've had my fair share of those. I had point guard a couple of years ago and he, we couldn't get them in foul trouble. We were just going to be a different team. Sometimes I'll pull them when they get their second to talk to them. I, I always remind it. I don't want them to stop playing defense. I will change up matchups to protect them. I will change up defenses to protect them. I will do some things that I need them really on the court. Yeah. I mean, those are the two best, I mean, the side conversation, you, you don't want to say that in front of the entire team. Like you don't foul because you don't want to, you don't want to. You don't want to build any f- fracture on the team, but I think it is important to have those side conversations with that player and say, you know, that's a, you can't, you can't. I, I refer to him as stupid fouls. You can't get a stupid foul. It, let's say, let's say the kid's name is John. John, you can step in and maybe I like you can step in and take a charge. You know, if you've got three fouls, I don't need you stepping in and taking get, taking a charge. The the chart the the cost benefit there is the business part of me. The cost benefit is not good enough. You on the floor is more important than us trying to get another foul on the other person. So those are just the conversations I keep having with that player. And then, you know, I will sit them at times just to rest them to try to, to work some time and clock. But yes, I would definitely, if you're, if you're short in numbers and you don't have a lot of players. And then another thing I do is I definitely will change up defenses. You know, maybe we'll put a play a one, three, one, and I'll put them on a wing where they're less likely to get a foul. There's places in a zone that you can put people that, they can still be aggressive, but they're less likely to pick up a foul. So, you know, maybe I put them in the bottom of a 2-3 where they just got to rebound and box out. You know, you can do those kind of things to quote-unquote protect them. I hate saying that. I never say that to them because I don't want them to stop playing. But right. um, I'm hiding them, quote-unquote. I am doing that for sure. Well, like I, there's, there's some kids I've had this conversation tell them blue in the face and they end up, I sit them in one of the fouls and they just end up sitting, fouling out. Yeah. So then the other thing is then you got to change your defenses. Then you got to change what you're doing probably. Well, like in practice, I mean, like when we're practicing, I mean, should I make a roll? You do not reach, there's no reaching at all. It's just completely, you know, well, reach. let's yeah. But I think you want to simulate what's happening in a game. Like John, you got three fouls. For the rest of the practice, you're going to play like you have three fouls. Let me see. And right, then, that's what I'm right. Okay, yes. so I but I don't think you just want to say don't reach because they won't do – you don't want them reaching anyway. But I think that – I think you got to practice what you want them to do. So you don't have to pick out one player or two. But just so they kind of get used to it. Um, and then if they can pick up their fifth, then they run a you know a ladder or a couple laps or something. No, you can't do that. That that the conversation I have with them when that happens is, well, when you do that, you're not only hurting yourself because you're not on the floor, you're hurting all of us because we're not able to run yada 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 yada, whatever it is. Do you think it so you think it is a little bit too far to just say right off the bat, hey, you guys do not reach ever underneath? Yes. Yes. Don't go to the extreme because they'll That's- stop doing stuff that you want them to do. But right. then you can self-correct. What I do is is like you self-correct. You, you got that foul because you reach, move your feet to, you know, it's a teachable right. so they, moment. They need to flip a switch where they say, hey, I'm in foul trouble. Well, then well, in the side conversation I have, do you want to play 30 minutes? Like, do you want to play a lot? Because I want to play you. But if you foul, I can't play you. And if you keep fouling, I'm going to say, so you have a choice. You can listen. Because they all want to play, right? Every kid on the bench wants to play. They all want to play. I know you want to play, but if you're if you foul out, you don't get to play. So let's work on this together. And that you got to kind of build it as a team. Like I'm, I what I want and what you want is the exact same thing. I want you to play. You want to play. Let's come up with a plan so you can do that. 
rather than okay, sitting that's next a, to me. That's a better way to package it. Okay. Yeah, I got you you. got to, it, it's all about, and every kid's different. Like some kids you got to yell at and don't follow. Some kids you got to package it. Like, and some kids you tell them they're the best thing since sliced bread. You know, it's like, we can't right. win a game ever if you're not on the floor. I mean, again, not having those conversations with everybody in the team, but with them, you know, it's all packaging. You're right. It's all marketing, basically. How do you market to them? Once you get them to buy in, they're in. Like everybody that I've done and I've marketed it right, has been on board once I've once they figured it out and some of them I've had to take a um a left to the chin and had to sit them for like 10 minutes to make a point and it's not easy when your best player is sitting on the bench because they got two fouls and they're not listening well I'm going to teach you that you don't and then 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 after that game is when I've had that like I had to sit you why because you were in foul trouble and I needed to have you for the fourth quarter or the second half and you are too valuable to us so I had to sit you. You made me do that, not me. I want to play you. If you don't get in foul trouble, I'm going to play you other than to rest you when I think you're tired. Let's work on this together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that will work. And then uh, one other one I had is, so like if I'm running a three-quarters press and maybe dropping back into a man, but when I'm running my man, my thought this year is I was going to have – Are you going to man – is that three-quarter press man? Yeah, like maybe like Don Showalter showing yep. a one, two, two – Three quarters press drop once you go for one trap. If it doesn't work, or you get beaten, and then drop back into a man. Okay. So my question is, if uh, this year my thought was to run more of like four chasers and one man in the middle, I'm just kind of clog up the lane. So as I'm making a transition though from a press, should I just have everybody pick up whoever's closest and then just yes, and then they can change when they get the yes. So. This is a communication problem. This is not, this is that, yeah. So I would pick up closest man. And when we run in practice, when we do it for like a, the first week, I make them point. Once it gets to whenever you think the press should be over, I make them point like they're in third grade. I make them point at who they're guarding. Like I over-exaggerate. Abby, you got, I've got Abby. I got Abby or whatever. And she's yelling, that's who I got. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And you're pointing at her. And I just, I'm, because it's really about you don't want to lose somebody and just find somebody. And then we can switch when we, when they run by or whatever. I never, I used to worry about matchups more than I do now as an older coach. Um, just because how often does a, you know, a big post up a guard, not that off. I mean, it, you know, it takes a lot for that to occur. So right. the, I, you know, all, for the, for them to exploit what they need to do against us is a harder than it, for a high school kid is a hard thing to do. So I never really worry about that. Um, and then we worry about, so then we'll work, we'll work on that. And then we'll work on once we, then we work on the actual switching back. And I say once or one or two reversals, you guys should be able to do that. And then we talk about communicating again. It's like, all right, switch back, switch back, switch back. And then, you know, how they can do that. But yes, the most important thing is to stop the ball, and the most important thing is to match up the closest man. Right, stop ball, one person beneath the goal, and you know, get other people. So yeah, and, it, and it's all it's all what's your indicator of when you're gonna 
stop pressing and getting into, is it a location? Is it a pass? Is it, you know, what is it to cause you to stop the pressure and match up? That's what you have to figure out. And do you ever, um, you know, if you're transitioning to man seamlessly in transition and so forth without calling out, uh, hey, I've got so-and-so, I've got so-and-so, because everybody obviously knows you're a man when you start calling out numbers. Yeah. Do you... Do you ever try to have the people just pick people up? Um, or do you I mean, you can. Them? I mean, are you worried that they th- that you're going from zone to man, that you don't want them I, to know what you're in? I, I, I was just trying to make it a little bit more complicated, that's all, for, for the other team as far as if you're able to pick up man without um, – just, you know, grab the person – closest to you and start playing them or is that to you if do you think your team can do that that would be ideal i would try it I, again it's it's that growth mindset for me try it if it doesn't work then you dump it try it i mean i i i don't care if people know we're in man I, I mean everyone knows my calls and everything i'm doing anyway so i don't really care right. um right. but okay. but no i mean that yeah so that would be the transition maybe to the players we're gonna do this for two or three days where you got a point and then if we get good at it then you're just gonna match up Good teams can match up. Good guys that have played or gals that have played, um, girls that have played a lot can can match up seamlessly. They'll still communicate, but it won't. It will be very. Yeah, it'll be. It's like a symphony. It's very smooth. Um, right. Which would be obviously. Which I, is the ideal. That's your. That's your pinnacle. That's where you're trying to go. Yes. Hey, one last last question, and I appreciate the time. Yep, uh, no problem. Just a last. Um, Last second, just a uh, thought process is at the the end of the game. If you're, uh, let's say you're shooting free throws, um, you have the lead, maybe a couple points, maybe there's ten seconds left. So my team shooting free throws. Does it usually make sense to just bring all the guys back to half court and to set up or whatever you're going to, so you don't get beat in transition? Or are you, you up can? or down? What are you up or down? No, you're up. You're up a few points. So you're shooting, uh, you're shooting free throws, you're up. So instead of getting... If, you're, beat, if you're shooting the free throws and you're up, I like to leave the guys on at least for if it's two free throws for the first one because it makes it easier for the free throw shooter to have those that that sight, that sight line. That's why. Um, yep. That's the second one, um, it depends. <laughs> Again, how much you trust your guys. If you're worried about them fouling or doing something stupid then pull them back. If they're, you know, if they're going to match up with those two guys that are just there, that's fine. I just don't want an over and back or something silly where they go down and shoot free throws. So if we're up three and there's like seven seconds to go, I'm probably going to pull them off. You know, I might have the free throw shooter pick up and just slow them down a little bit. So they take a couple seconds off the clock. Um, But a lot of time when you hit that second free throw, they'll take a timeout or they'll get it to half court and they'll take a timeout. So um, I'm just, I think you're thinking along the right lines in the sense that you don't want your guys to do something silly at that point. Mine's more the, getting back on defense. Cause if I was on the, the flip side, um, I wouldn't call a timeout. I, I have a set, would have a set play. Once they get the ball, they'd push it up. So yep. I'm more that now you, you've got two, you're got. Yeah. So I would show man, go zone or show zone, go man, something like that, where they don't know necessarily what you're doing. I like that idea actually. But, but I guess what I'm saying is that you would, would you gamble on the people being up and maybe getting rebound and help the free throw feel normal shooting free throws or go ahead and bring them back past. Yeah. The ball? first one, if it's a bonus and they're shooting a one and one, I definitely would pull them back. If it's shooting two, I'd let them stand there for the first and then I'd pull them back. Okay, so it's just kind of decision you have to make. Yeah. On. Hey, were you able to log in and look at the workouts too? They're good. You yeah, should send them to. Great. You should send them yeah. to your kids. Yeah, good. I send everybody. So, um, 
I haven't connected with them since, but yeah, I got Yeah, the first two days are up, so they can just do day one, day two. I release them every morning at 6 a.m., so whatever. It's, it, and they can get it on their phones and stuff. If, they, if they're looking for stuff, it will be great. It is real. It's good stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've, I've checked it out, so I got it to everybody. So thanks, sir. Okay, yep, no problem. See ya. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Yeah, thanks for fun. listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.